0: And welcome to Into the Mesh. Episode 16. Oh, 16's already. 16, here you go. Absolutely, <laughs> everyone. That is Dave zalat from Beer in Front. If uh, I'm going to say it right now. If you haven't listened to this guy, he's the funniest motherfucker I've ever heard, okay? <laughs> uh, uh, he, he, he holds a, a place in my heart already. For calling people jackoffs when they are jackoffs, <laughs> uh, it's jag.
1: It's what they jag, jag off. Yeah,
0: uh. jag off. Uh, is that the uh, the the Northern American style of of saying jack off?
1: Yeah. So I believe the term actually started in Pittsburgh, and I think the only two places in the u.s that use it are pittsburgh and chicago which is where i'm from so if you go elsewhere in the country and call someone a jagoff, they don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so it's kind of good there yeah. I,
0: I would imagine if we uh, like, wouldn't hold the same uh, the same elegance if you we were using it down in florida right you
1: know no well there's a lot of transplants from the east coast and midwest so they might understand
0: it there you go there you go. So uh, let's start this off appropriately with a beer, sir. Uh, uh, what's in the box? There you go. What do we got today, Sean?
2: Today we have the Church Brewing Company from Wolfville, Nova Scotia. This is their Illuminate Pale Ale.
0: <laughs> oh, pale
1: Ale. And Dave, what are you drinking, sir? Sounds good. I'm a big fan of Pale Ales. I'm drinking a Unibrew, which I'm going to look at the can here. I believe they're out of Montreal. It's their Belgian white. It's an ale brewed with coriander and orange peel, and it is very delicious. I'm a big fan of this. Nice. Nice. So,
0: cheer, well, cheers, cheers to all.
1: Yes. Cheers, clink of the
0: glasses.
2: <laughs> this is quite hazy, this uh, pale ale.
0: It is. It is. Oh, oh but that's, it's, that's nice. It's got a nice little front kick. I like that. Uh, when do I not like it? I understand. Okay, you like I, them all. I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, that that has a nice nice kick layout to the right, right to the back of the throat. And the first thing you taste, it's beautiful. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, okay, so Dave um the the biggest question that we have for you is why? Why the hell did you start putting yourself on the internet? <laughs> You know, I don't know if that's something my therapist can answer.
1: You know, it's something I've always wanted to do. Like, you know, way back in the day, tried to start like a blog or write long rants on Facebook or things like that. You know, I just felt that for me and a lot of people make too much about beer and it's always about the latest trendy thing or the newest beer i just wanted my you know podcast is called beer in front just to enjoy the beer that's in front of you uh it may not be the hot sexy thing but it's still a damn good beer it may be something that you drank 20 years ago and you forgot about but as you have it again you're like fuck this is really good why did i stop drinking this so for me it was just like let's cut through all of the nonsense. Let's just enjoy the beer that's in front of us.
2: I have noticed, too, uh, in listening to your podcast that if there's a beer you don't like, you're ruthless.
1: Yeah, and it's not – I don't do it as much. Initially, that was something I wanted to do. Yeah. But as soon as I started this, like a week or so later, the pandemic hit. There's a lot of breweries that are hurting. You know, some are going to go under. So I don't really want to like start ripping people because it's a tough time. So no, fair enough. But maybe down the road when things get back to normal, I'll get into that. But right now, if there's some I don't like, I don't even talk about it.
0: Oh, right on. There you go. Well, that's a very kind-hearted thing to do. Yes, Um... I'm still a jagoff, but. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Um, so when, when it comes to uh, you taste testing, um, I notice it's a crack of the beer, and then you cut out, and then you come back. So how much time are you actually giving yourself between tasting that beer and coming back to recording? Usually a couple
1: minutes. Uh, sometimes it's not even that. The initial first episode or two... I poured the beer and then started talking about it. You know, that kind of, it was a little too much dead air. So I just kind of cut it. I give it a good, you know, sniff. I want to get the aroma, look at it. So maybe I would say an average of a minute. Sometimes it's two minutes. Uh, but I try to go like a minute, you know, look at the beer,
0: get the aroma, taste the beer, and then I'll start talking about it. I do find myself that as soon as we, we pour the, the glasses, we, we have like no time to actually can they come up with what we want to say so it's on the fly so giving yourself that little extra time i can definitely see that as a benefit
1: yeah you know and it's just like yeah you want to look at it you want to smell it and plus with me you know i'm not doing this in a big studio i'm sitting here in my second bedroom so i'm a little cramped for space so i don't want to like knock shit over so you know, oh, I'll we pour know that it and you know get everything out of the way so i'm not spilling it on the new uh macbook and yeah, just kind of looking at it, smelling it, tasting it, and then setting it down, and talk about it a little bit.
0: Excellent. Uh, we we had this, uh, I guess it was an off-air conversation. It was, I think. Yeah. Um, so when I first moved out this way, I found out that uh, people from Halifax, Nova Scotia, are called Haligonians. <laughs> Haligonian is the weirdest word I've ever heard. For one thing, but we needed to find out. Uh, what people from Chicago are called?
1: I don't know. I don't know if we're Chicago. I think we're just people from Chicago. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we're Chicago. Yes, uh, I just think yeah, we're just you know guys and girls from Chicago.
0: Beer drinking Chicagoists,
2: Chicagoites. Yeah, there's
0: there's a lot of us here. <laughs> there, for you for sure. there you go. There you go. Have to give you. Um, a point to or a counterpoint to this one, okay? So I'm going to give you time to, to fight back. But um, being that we are from the north and getting to see and uh, like all the craziness that's going on down there right now, and there's a lot of it, right? There's a lot of injustice happening, there's a lot of you know confusion and misinformation, and a lot of lying and a lot of fighting going on, okay? Um, for the view from the outside right now, it looks like basically everything from the west coast is. How do I put it? Um, You know what L.A. was in the beginning of the movie Demolition Man? Yeah. Okay. Which is a great movie. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So that's how we we, we kind of envision all of the West Coast right now is just L.A. in the beginning of Demolition Man. Um, Unfortunately, Chicago, your your hometown right now, uh, it reminds me a lot of Detroit from the original RoboCop. You know, and people say that, and that's like the big talking
1: points but if you look and i actually just read a thing today and i don't want to like stop and look at my phone right now but chicago's not even in the top 10 as far as violence per capita. Now there's a big number and that number is way too high, but if you look at the number per 1000 residents, we're not even in the top 10. Yeah. And there's other cities that you wouldn't think of in the top one for as far as violence and like even not violence but other crimes anchorage alaska is number one chicago is mm-hmm. not even in the top 10 and we get a bad rap but i've lived in chicago my whole life i've never been afraid i go out i use public transportation if i have to i have never been afraid once in my life in chicago it's like any city there's areas you avoid and you know that living there like up this is an area I want to stay away from, but I have never in my life once been afraid walking the streets, walking the streets at night. Chicago's like any other city, and we kind of get a bad rap.
0: Yeah, well, no shit. Um, like mm-hmm. it's it, it Basically, I think it's um, South Chicago is the, the, the main key that everyone kind of focuses on, and they forget about everything else.
1: And even South Chicago. South Chicago is fine. There's are certain areas that are bad. There are certain areas in North Chicago. There's areas by me that are a mile or that's two right. away that you avoid. Uh, but, you know, it's like any other city. So, you know, South Chicago gets a bad rap, and it doesn't deserve it because there's plenty of places there I go to without a problem.
0: Well, that's great. Uh, like, I'll... I'll uh, <coughs> Give you give you my uh, my little quick story like I spent some time in Winnipeg and there's an entire yeah. North End that uh, is not friendly to white people uh, friendlier in- to white women than uh, than white men but uh, you don't go there it's just period uh, there are far far too many uh, Native American um, gangs that are out that way that uh, it, you are basically painting a target on your back if you head up to the north end in Winnipeg. Um, but at least bring Tidomi with you. He'll yeah, take care there of you me. go. There you go. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so you know you, you do end up getting um, you know bad parts of town. Everybody when you hear about Winnipeg, yeah. people worry about how cold it is. Like not how dangerous the north end is and so obviously if you're going to take a, a you know a point from um you know or what one key point from a location right and emphasize that you're going to either get uh the wrong story or the completely wrong story
1: yeah no there's you know like i said there's every town has good parts and bad parts mm-hmm. chicago gets a bad rap you know, you're more than welcome to come out once things open
0: up. Oh, Chicago's great in the I summer. Was just thinking that, yeah. Come to Palooza. There's beer fest every weekend. Well, you took Chicago's your dog to the vet, and uh, yeah, you took your dog to the vet, and there was the uh, the pub across the street, wasn't it? The a brewery across the street. Absolutely, it's like that's perfect timing. I like it you're right across the street. Yeah. Um, now the the, the I, I had I was going to make a joke about Florida about how uh, it just seems like that area is just everybody's doing the weekending at Bernie's. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird weird happenings down there. And um so we we are just about to get a uh, a mask mandatory system, but uh I don't think it's going to be policed out this way. Uh what what is your your interpretation of mandatory masks?
1: You know, do I want to wear it? No, but I do and I think the masks here have been around for a while like i have to wear one at work uh i have my temperature taken twice a day at work before i even walk in the building we have to wear it unless you're sitting in your own cubicle um so it's something you get used to do you like it no is it a necessary evil yes so i mean i tolerate it i actually ordered a couple masks from teespring today with uh the podcast logo on there so i'll there you uh, go plug yeah. my own podcast when i uh get those in the mail but you know it's something you have to do not so much you know if people don't want to wear them but you could be infecting me so you know whatever we suck it up we wear it for you know hopefully a couple months and move on with our lives
2: is there any authority behind it like can they actually find you for not following the rules or anything like that
1: you know what sean i you I didn't hear you on that end.
2: Uh, I'm just wondering if there's any, like, are you fined if you don't wear a mask where you're told to? No,
1: right now you're not fined, but you'll probably have the Karens that'll put you on (laughs) YouTube or whatever if you don't wear it. But no, there's no fines. But there's a lot of places they just won't let you in, like a lot of stores, things like that. I mean, there's no bouncers there to kick you out. It's more of a self-policing, but... Yeah, I mean, pretty much here, like, if you're to go even to, like, the grocery store, you have to have one on. Or, you know, they could kick you out. And it's a private store, so you can't really say anything. It's not a freedom of speech thing. It's a private store. They don't want you in there. You know, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah. 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 Um, Basically, uh, I find myself not anti-mask, but more so anti-stupidity. So I would prefer to see more information, more education about masks and why they are working and, you know, what, what, like, what the procedure to making the decisions are, that type of thing. Um, and I say that there's, there's no transparency when it comes to these decisions, um, and, and I think that is what upsets me more than anything else.
1: Yeah, I saw you got that big uh, black crow's mask. I kind of <laughs> like that one you have. You've worn that one out yet?
0: <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I uh, haven't even left the house since that arrived. But, uh, yeah, it's a, right. uh, a a doctor's plague mask that, uh, that I ordered from Amazon, and I, I want to go around and kind of just disturbing the shit. Yeah, have fun drinking a beer with that thing on. <laughs> <laughs> There's holes in it. I can get a straw through there. Okay. Uh, yeah, a, very good. A stainless steel straw because, you know, none of that plastic straw shit anymore. No. Yeah, stainless steel. <laughs> uh, so, another question that I have for you is uh, what's your end game? Like, what, what, what do you want to accomplish with, uh, with your podcast?
1: You know, initially when I started it, I figured, all right, well, this could be good. You know, maybe they'll. You know, you'll get some beer mail, you'll get some breweries sending stuff your way. You know, that's not going to happen right now. So, you know, my end game is just to have some fun with it. Initially, I wanted to be able to, you know, have some friends on, go to different breweries, go to bars, have episodes from there and just talk about it and just see where things fall. You know, right now from what I started doing the podcast, which was all about beer, you know, things had to change just with the COVID, you couldn't do exactly what you wanted to. So now it's part beer, part me going off on a rant. So I guess just kind of a wait and see attitude. We'll see, you know, what the listeners are like in another six months or so. Uh, you know, I'd like to get my listenership up, but you know, I'm gonna do this for the long haul or at least, you know, the next seven months until i get my one year mark and kind of see where things are going from there but i anticipate myself doing the same thing if things open up and we get to go to bars or tap rooms and have other people on talk to maybe like brewery owners and talk about their beer that's something i like to get into as well great yeah very cool
0: yeah i I recognized um and and it was i think well i know that you you sean wanted to um can't say you because there's three of us now um but i recognized that when when sean had mentioned a friend of his that had wanted to come on the show that um our dynamic isn't really going to last forever right uh we're gonna uh-uh. r- run out of shit to talk about but in the same case uh yeah. you know may- maybe i can start pissing him off in the middle of the show right you know <laughs> this is what an angry sean sounds like
1: uh, we won't get there no
0: um yeah,
1: Sean. Sean's a strong, silent type. You know, he's going to flip out one day, and that's it. <laughs>
2: Which is great for making an audio recording. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we definitely wanted to start reaching out, and so uh, I'm so glad that uh, that we were able to 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 uh, you know meet on this 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 network of podcasters.
1: Yeah, and you know, and it's it's the cool thing, especially with like beer, and it's something like. Like my friends and I have always said, if you get people, I don't care what your background is, what your beliefs are, you could just get people and have a beer or have a cigar or something like that. You'll always get along. Like, you know, listening to your show, I'm sure you guys listen to mine. We're totally different on like the political spectrum, but we still get along. We respect each other. So I enjoy doing
0: things like this. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: I'm not sure if we are so so different, to be honest.
0: Well, I still. I, I still have things that I hate, right? <laughs> it it's really, there are things you yeah. like and there are things you hate. And if you can sure. advertise both, that's awesome.
2: But it's also it's oh, like yeah, keeping communication open. Cause like, I'm willing to change my mind. If there's something new that I learn, then sure. We'll, we'll move forward. And as long as we can have the conversation, that's, that's really the main point.
1: Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Everybody can, you know, we could have conversations respectfully, you know, and that's one thing Just sit and have a beer and, you know, couple guys just talking. Everything is great. Perfect. I like it.
0: Awesome. All right, sir. Well, thank you very much for your time. Is there uh, anything you want to plug while we're, uh, other than your podcast?
1: No, just if you get a chance to listen to it. It's called uh, Beer in Front. It's pretty much wherever you listen to, Apple, Spotify, Google, and plus all the other ones. So if you just do a search, although, you know, my website is brutal i you know one of these days i just need to figure it out but i don't know if you google beer in front if it'll go to the website but if you just go on any you know podcast hosting just do beer in front you should be able to find it there
0: well definitely beer uh beerinfront.com uh if you need help with a website i happen to know a web developer Oh, very good. I might need to pick you up on that. Yeah. Uh, I also know uh, a a scaffolder, if you need scaffolding done.
1: (laughs) Now I'm in an apartment right now, so I don't know if my Eh. landlord would be too happy.
2: (laughs) I could put a stair right outside your window. It's perfect.
0: All right. Perfect. Uh, Yeah, so Sean had one more question for you, though.
2: Last question. Uh, So we we went on your podcast, and the last thing you asked us was basically, what would you put in your, your top six pack right now? So I was wondering the same for you
1: would, uh, let's see, I would definitely put a Goose Island Bourbon County Stout. They were one of the original people that barrel-aged their stouts in bourbon barrels. It's now huge. So that would be, well, pardon me, the Goose Island Bourbon County Stout, they do a lot of different variants, but just your regular basic one is phenomenal. I highly recommend it. It's like 11 to 13% alcohol, so one is you're feeling pretty good. Uh, that's definitely in there. I would put another barrel-aged stout from Revolution. They have one. It's called Death Star. Uh, excellent. And they do the same thing. They have Death coffee Star. ones. They have berry ones. Just the basic Death Star barrel-aged. Mm-hmm. I'll always have that. In fact, I have one that's a special edition with coffee that I'm waiting to get this COVID shit over with. And I'll have a friend of mine over and we'll knock that off ourselves. I would go with probably the first craft beer I ever had way back in 89, which is just Sam Adams Boston Lager. I loved that beer. I loved it from the first time I had it. For me, if I could find it on tap, I'll have it. You could always go to a regular chain restaurant and they'll have that on tap. So I'll always have a Sam Adams Boston Lager. I would put another just old school beer, Sierra Nevada's Pale Ale that's something that just never fails you can always open that and it's going to be great so that leaves me with
0: two left uh, well you can always do what i did and just put more of the same ones in
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know if i want to put two more 13 percenters in there it's going
0: to be more <laughs> well than i was going to ask you if it was uh are you sure it's your preference that uh that you're liking and not the alcohol talking there
1: <laughs> no it's my preference that's a really good beer and I'll have to wait. There's a, a story I'll tell you in a couple of years once the statute of limitations is passed here in the States about the Bourbon County Stout because I almost got in a lot of trouble. With it. Uh, so I see. I got two more that I could tell you about that I would put in my mix pack. Uh, there's a brewery here in Chicago and they're very limited, oh, but they're called Hop Butcher. They put out a couple each week. Uh, they're always good. So and they're canned literally the day before they ship it out so they come out on thursdays if you look at the bottom of the can it was canned tuesday or wednesday so you're always drinking that extremely fresh so i would put one of the new hot butchers in there whichever one they're putting out that week i'll grab and for my last one uh i would have to do an ipa and I'll do a West coast IPA from I'll do anything from modern time. That's another great brewery. I love in San Diego. So whatever IPA they have, I know I'm going to be happy with.
0: There you go. There you go. Right on. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again, sir. We will, uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's nice talking to you guys. I enjoy your show a lot. Looking forward to the next episode. And, uh, I'll catch you guys down the road. Yeah, we'll definitely have to hook up and send each other some beer mail.
0: Yes. I like it. I love it. So, Thanks again, if you me. haven't seen or haven't listened to his show, Dave Zalatoris over at BeerInFront.com. You can hear him on Spotify. Thanks again, sir. All right. Well, Daryl, Sean,
1: it's awfully nice talking to you guys, and we'll catch you down the road. Take care. All right. See you later. Bye now. All
0: right. See ya. Well, sir, that was fun. That was very fun. I'd love to I, have him on again. I I would love to have him in person. Right? So we. Oh, have, that'd be yeah, that, that would be great. Host so, Yeah, and then the three of us sitting at a pub or something like that. I think we could uh, definitely do something.
2: three of us sitting at our pub recording at our, our podcast. Yes.
0: Okay. So that's a couple years down the road. Down the road, so, well,
2: so. it may be.
0: So um, okay, um, the what was what was that I was going to say? Uh, there was something along the lines of the oh our pub um it was the the new idea i know i'm not not really sold on it yet okay okay but that cinema themed brewery i know what silver silver screen brewery doesn't if not taken uh, big screen big, no big screen was it big big screen brewing uh, I don't,
2: That's a similar name, but a similar. Not,
0: yeah, but okay. uh, so what, whatever. whatever uh, hey, but I have the list right here. Yeah, big screen brewing or silver screen brewing. Both of those were were technically available. Okay. Okay. I didn't see any. And this was written.
2: this was your sister's
0: idea. My wife's. Yes. Okay. So I'm not completely sold on it yet. I do. There's kind of like a lot of potential. Yeah. There's. I like the eclecticness of the, the, the naming the beers alongside something from a movie. Right. And there's, make it like vague, so people are still kind of
2: guessing like what, it, what it's from.
0: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Not too vague. Where you're, it's just like whether it, it, it's like an inside joke. No. Like, you yeah. You know. It, it's like having a, a white Russian on your. Um, uh, uh, you know, in your menu, and you call it, you know, something all about the, the big Lebowski or just yeah. call it the dude. That makes sense. Right. But, you know, the Skittle Brow, right? It made me something Skittle Brow. It, it's a Simpsons reference from like 30 years ago, and no one's really going to understand that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the beer with the Skittles in it. Oh. Skittle Brow. Okay. Yeah. But sure. you're primeless Skittles, technically. It, it, just Just thinking about it.
2: C- could you? Is that a fermentable sugar? It's
0: mainly corn syrup. Is it? Then, then I suppose. I think mean, we do one bottle of an APA primed with skittle. Primed with a skittle. It's, oh yeah, because that's
2: got a bottle tomorrow. Can can we do that?
0: Come on, yeah. let's let's do one a skittle. Eight. Let's do two bottles, two of the 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 five hundred mils. Okay? okay. One skittle, two skittles. All right. Okay. If you want to do a third, we can do a third with three Skittles, right? But I'm thinking one would give us an idea, and these are totally throwaways, right? Well, we're, not well, we're not throwing gonna, it no, away. We're still going to drink <laughs> it. We're going to drink it. I just mean, <laughs> we're not expecting this as our yield, right? right. So we're going to put them, let them sit, Skittle brown. That's it. fine.
2: And then the rest of the batch will go into prime
0: into, yeah, normally, normally, and we'll put them into a bottle. Yeah. Okay. So before doing the priming sugar and whatnot... Um, Before moving into that, we fill the two bottles with one Skittle in one, two Skittles in the other, see which one tastes better, and we've made Skittle Brow.
2: And we're just going the Skittles original. Any particular flavor?
0: Um, that you think would go with our APA. Let's see if our listeners can put it in f- before tomorrow. <laughs> 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 this will go up tonight. No one's going to hear it until at least tomorrow. Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and how far air- we're, what, half hour into the podcast? <laughs> at
0: this point, yeah. Uh, no, All so right, I- I so I'll push suggest- it to
2: tomorrow afternoon when I actually bought um, a
0: Sure, but uh, what I'll do is I'll put up a um, like a, a Twitter... Pole A pole. Okay. What
2: flavor Skittles <laughs> work with APA? Skittles
0: would make the best priming sugar. Um, <laughs> Good.
2: Dave, right. I hope you're listening.
0: Yeah, Good. yeah. Well, at this point, he's, he last through his own interview, and he's like, "Nah, fuck those guys who all not listening now. Nah. Um, so <laughs> um I want to say, I want to say that that Illuminate, or Illuminate, or whatever
2: it's uh, I originally read that as Illuminati.
0: Yeah, there's no accent on, on no. the E, though. So, um, it is, unfortunately, Illuminate. Right. Um, missed opportunities. I don't know. I was at a church. I know. I figured know. It, Illuminati. Um, It's a little gassy. Oh yeah. Is it, Did you find that it was a, a higher carbonation? I don't. Mm. I don't know. It felt like a
2: bite from the carbonation. No, no, no. I just
0: like, it made me it made me burp more. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, that, that's unnatural. That's just you. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> um, I'm not completely sold on the the big screen thing, but I'm not I'm not against it. I, I like the eclecticness of the naming of the beers. Yeah. but I don't know about the big screen part of it because even if we were to try, uh, like, if let's say we put in like a, a, a fucking theater seating instead of tables, right? So you could sit in like a and there's like, I'm not talking a full with the, the
2: flop down seat.
0: <laughs> no, there's no 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 hand jobs in the, in the theater. Okay, period. That like no no seat sharing, none of that shit. Okay. separate seats there's like 20 of them or for whatever like three rows of, of uh, three rows of six or something like that right
2: but put it on like a like a round a round table, four seats at the table they all swivel and they all have flop down bottoms uh, It's kind of silver screen or theater-ish
0: I I guess but like, if, if we're putting a, an actual theater there like it's an adults only. Uh, theater, but then we're still going to start selling tickets to whatever yeah. we're, we're showing, which means, that then we're paying royalties to, to whatever we're fucking showing.
2: Yeah, like no, I don't want to go well, that deep into that, exactly. the into the themes. That's, no. that's kind of what I, I. I just mean like subtle notes of in um, theater. I don't.
0: I think it would be neat if it was in an old, like an old cinema, right? Um, but beyond that, I, I think we'd be just digging far too deep, right? You know, you make the the. The, the bar itself would be the concession stand. You, you wouldn't necessarily have to sell tickets for anything. But then, uh, beyond that, like, what do you do with the theater room? Just, is that just the brewery? The
2: theater room. Oh, if it's an old theater.
0: Yeah, because it's massive ceilings. Yeah, we're talking like thirty foot ceilings or something, right? You know, so like
2: lots of room for whatever piping you need. But we've been talking about doing it as a the
0: unitank. I love the unitank idea. So we need
2: a level floor. We do the theaters, not that.
0: I mean, you don't want to lose a unitank from the top of the <laughs> it's like and it rolls right down
2: <laughs> I'd love to see it with someone else's unitank
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, watching all that beer wasted would just break my
0: heart it, it, it would be a, a day of crying um, yeah so let's, uh, let's uh, What's in the box? let's get a second one going
2: the second one all
0: all right. Right, do you want to go with the pale ale or do you want to try the other one I think the pale ale yeah you're gonna save the stout for me, eh? I am. Um, uh, I enjoyed the stout. It was very coffee flavor, like forward, uh, like very, very coffee kick in the mouth.
2: Yeah, I'm um, uh, up until now. I haven't been a big stout drinker, or uh, sorry, a porter drinker. Oh right? yeah, it is a porter. Isn't it's it? a porter. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So I, I picked up a few while we were there at the Church Brewing Company in Wolfville. Um, just because I wanted to try something new, mm-hmm. but I, I I do. I'm more of a fan of the pale ales. So get the aromas out of that. It's um. It's like, was it, pineapple-y? Uh,
0: I got a citrusy. Citrusy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Beer. So as for. Um, I, I mentioned somebody before in our in our previous episode.
1: This is the new 2021 Kia K5.
0: That is Doug Demiro. Okay, okay, Doug Demiro. He um, he he reviews cars. Okay. In okay. a humorous way? Um, no, no. He he just starts off every episode with uh, oh, okay. this and like that. Okay, um so Doug Demiro he reviews cards. He has his uh, um get out of here. Um, it's got it's got his uh, his YouTube channel. It does all that. Okay, I went looking to give you an example. That's his most recent one. Okay, okay. This is one that I found online.
2: This, 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 is this, 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 is this, 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 this,
0: this. He's such a nerd. every Doug De intro.
2: And respectfully. He's a nerd.
0: <laughs> he's a nerd. <laughs> oh. He's a cool nerd, uh, to the point where his most recent uh, um, venture is that he um, he started his own website that um, permits people to auction off their cars. Okay. Because he would do a lot of the reviews of people's cars. Like, like kind of like... <sighs> I want to say eclectic cars, neat cars, not just any car, right? Like, he he had that... Rare or unique cars? Unique, uh, different... Like, that was where he would spend most of his time, was with these vehicles that were just a little bit different, right? Lamborghini's fucking... uh, What is it? The L1 or the W1 or whatever that thing is. It's their, their, like, Hummer. Lamborghini made a Hummer. Really? Okay. And so he, what he ends up having to do is finding people's, or for people contact him and let him review his car, right? Uh, review their car, sorry. Um, oh, wow.
2: I'm, so I'm just, like, Google searching images, the Lambo Hummer. Yeah. That's an interesting looking vehicle. It's
0: pretty cool looking. And it's not cheap. I wouldn't think so. And, uh, 400K. All right. And it's from the, the 80s or the 90s. I think it's an 89, to be fair. Um, but, so, so he, he created a website allowing people to auction off their own vehicles, right? To the point of, like, it, it was secretive for the longest time. That just like, he just shows up to the one, one episode and just like, hey, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> you're like, okay. And he's like, and I put my car as the first car on the auction block. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's cool. So he put his daily driver on there. So you could own... Yeah, Doug Miro's me Rose. His, like his car. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. he, uh, like, you can definitely see the passion when he does this stuff, right? And he's, t- he's a total car nerd. Like, he loves cars. Everything about him, right? Um, like, that's the type of passion that I like seeing in people, right? That That's the type of thing that, that makes me happy. So I go on to YouTube for, like, all the angry stuff, obviously, but every so often, I kick out into something like that, and I'll watch Doug DeMiro. See,
2: he's clearly, clearly enjoying what he's doing and
0: yeah. making a life out of it. Yeah, and so, uh, you know, see, seeing um, that type of attitude um, portrayed in his videos puts me in a good mood, right? Uh, then there's, like, obviously the the other ones. Have you, have you watched any of this old Tony stuff? No. Okay. I, I never I don't think i ever sent you the links for him. The guy like he it was the the CNC machinist, right? but he's like totally just. Oh, the guy that's bad at it. Well, it's not that he's bad at it. He's just he's not a professional, right? So okay. he knows what he's doing, and he does good work. It's just his videos are uh, really tongue in cheek, really like kind of get a little bit goofy, A little bit goofy, like yeah. in, intentionally, right?
2: Yeah. I, I, okay, I have seen his um, the woodworking project he did was like the the blanket.
0: Dude. no no that's the other guy that's the other guy that's the other uh, that's um uh the one that says wood. uh oh okay yeah i, I thought that was I, the same I, guy i can look him up instead of going uh, right um and now i don't even know how to how, what, how do you look up somebody you have no idea whose name they're wooed er- <laughs> bobby duke i didn't oh, okay. even get so a chance I to thought- put my fucking glasses back on i thought we were talking about the same guy no bobby okay. duke is an is an artist um this old Tony has a is a CNC machinist. Um, anyhow, speaking of uh, celebrities, you had asked me to, to you know, if, if, when do we get to see John Oliver, you know, go face to face with Tim Pool? <laughs> this would be, enjoyable. yeah. Is this is this our uh, fantasy football version of uh, politics? I don't
2: know. I only asked because a video of John Oliver came up came up on my feed somewhere and I'm like, I don't want to, but I'm going to click it anyways. And it was just like, he's pushing out propaganda basically. Mm -hmm. Like I used to really like his comedy.
0: Yeah. A lot of people have said something like that. And
2: now it's, it's, there's nothing funny about anything he's doing. I mean, I'm not trying to be a funny guy. I'm not a comedian critic or anything like that, but there's no laugh in it. It's just propaganda. Yeah. Spin it out. And he's, and I, like, I'm watching him through, it was, like, I think, a 10-minute monologue, and he's blinking super fast the whole time. So I'm like, I wonder if he's practiced that so he can hide that he's reading a teleprompter.
0: Well, there's obviously read, uh, writers for his show. Yeah. And so it's, it's definitely not all his own material that he's reading, um, and he's, that he's practiced the lines and whatnot, but he does have his hand in the writing. Yeah, he's directing what's going on. Um, I I tweeted out to him because I was very, very angry with him. Um, Basically, when they started tearing down statues down in the States...
2: He was making excuses?
0: Well, no. uh, He had stated before that he mocked Trump for, for saying, Hey, well... When, when do we like if you want to take down these? these Next
2: will be Lincoln or Washington, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, you're taking down all of these these southern generals and all this stuff. And the like, obviously, the, the southern armies they, they, they were those, the, those monuments were put up after the fact,
2: right? So that the democratic monuments from the civil war yes. in the
0: south, yeah, okay. And so, those were put up. To to appease the people who would like look you know you lost but you know you get to cherish some of your people so go and ahead put some monuments up everything else
2: but I also heard that some of that was like they were put up in a rush during the civil rights era in the sixties yeah just to a, like spit in the face of the civil rights it could be
0: could, could, if, it, if that was the reason I, I know that there was a bunch of them put up with like poor materials yeah and work and just shit. like tinfoil basically yeah um, but so Trump says well when does it stop. Yeah. Right. You know, next will be Lincoln and and Jefferson and and Washington. Right. And so there was an episode of um, John Oliver's show that he said uh, that he's reviewing that clip of Trump, and he says, "Fucking somewhere." That's whenever someone says, "Where does it stop?" It's the answer is "Fucking somewhere."
2: That's an intelligent response. Yes. And they mock Trump for being stupid.
0: Yes. And then, lo and behold, they're tearing down monuments of. Jefferson and Washington. And like Lincoln. It, you know, yeah. it's like I I'm not a huge fan of that of the of their president. Okay? But I'm constantly having to do de- to defend him because they're they're outright being ridiculously stupid in mocking him when he ends up being right.
2: Yeah. And they're losing the center for it. Oh, if the, the it's left is so, going so, so far off the spectrum. Um <laughs> on this note. Yeah. The the politics stuff talking about it on the show. Oh, do we want to keep going with that? Cuz really all we're talking about is like what we've seen other people do <laughs> on their podcasts, like oh, go check out Tim Pool cuz we Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So So uh,
2: like neither one of us is really coming to anything with a new opinion. It's just maybe you are. I'm mostly stuff that I I've, I've I've seen and I'm kind of repeating
0: I I regurgitate a little bit, but it's uh, from my own experience mainly. Um, No, I don't live down there, so So I I can't have a first. Everything we see
2: is coming through some kind of a lens. Yes. And everyone's got a perspective and a bias and.
0: A large one.
2: Right. So how do we how do we how do we determine what's true or not? Basically, Move moved to, to Texas. Move to Texas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey,
2: hey, Joe Rogan. Here is my resume. Uh, um, yeah,
0: yeah. If, if Joe Rogan needs a uh, a couple of uh, <laughs> of uh, second rate podcasters or uh, a web developer or secondary, it's pretty generous, is it? I think so. All right. Uh, fourth. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, if if, if Joe, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, you need to, to to hire me. My wife won't come. She hates the states, but I'll go. Uh, we have I'll, to
2: eliminate hate. Isn't that the mission?
0: I don't know. She, I don't know. she, she just hates the states. Okay. I don't know what it is. She really, <laughs> I
2: haven't spent too much time down there, so I can't say what i hate. I, I, I don't, don't,
0: I don't know, know if she's either, but yeah. she detests them <laughs> with passion. I saw
2: a meme on... Um, I don't know. It was one of these Rogan Facebook pages, and it was simple and to the point. If Joe Rogan Experience podcast is your top podcast, then you don't have, or your favorite podcast, then you don't have a favorite book. Just really? like yeah, I think that if somebody was trolling to, to try and I, rile people up,
0: I would hope so. And like, but yeah. he's the number one podcast in the entire world, yeah. right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> but he's saying, oh, if people people listening to this podcast probably don't read basically
0: <laughs> oh my god uh, <laughs> it's so painful oh my god um yeah but uh john oliver and the, the army of fools as i would like to call them but it, it doesn't stop with just the late night hosts it's everywhere and we end up getting this this like mangled uh broken telephone view from all of them and then you get all of the ones that are, are trying to combat them on their own YouTube channels on the right, right? and you get these biased views. Um, the only way to really to, to witness it is in person. It's unfortunate. Basically,
2: yeah, and you can't be everywhere.
0: And you, well, you can't be everywhere, obviously, but you, do you go to the States? Would you move to the States?
2: Depends where, but yes.
0: Where, then? I, I like, don't know. Like, Midwest, the the garbage dumpster fire that's happening on the West Coast. No, the the uh, a- angry uh, what, what is that? A- angry New York area. No, I think the coasts are off. Okay, so you're somewhere in the middle, somewhere southish, northish. Um.
2: You know what? If closer were, to weed we
0: being legal.
2: Well, yeah, that's. I guess Colorado would
0: be. That's that's where you're at. Yeah. It. Everybody in the states goes vegans You love you i not know, moving to Canada, and you're like, if I have to, I'll move to Colorado.
2: <laughs> I, I think it wouldn't really matter. I mean, weed being legal would be a bonus, but it would just be someplace that we could be homesteading. You getting warm? Uh,
0: it is. It is warm this okay. damn room.
2: Yeah, I just I would just wherever we move, I would just love to have a piece of land and the climate would be important obviously for that the growing. And
0: 45 acres in the middle of lower sackville
2: seriously yeah yeah in the middle of lower sackville going for how much
0: i don't know i didn't i just saw the sign it's at the top of a hill so it's meant it's meant to be developed i guess more than likely so just develop it with like a small thing and then put a big ass fucking fence around it <laughs> high fence and have some deer on our land and well, you can't guarantee
2: the deer will stay, so you gotta like... You wouldn't be able to hunt there, though, right?
0: That's the king's deer! No, I mean high, <laughs> high fences. Oh, like 40. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Like 40-foot Make foot it fence. a dome.
2: Just a biodome over <laughs> the entire
0: 45-acre. What's that gray thing in the middle of the lower stack I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Here, um, can you read that aloud?
0: Goats are like mushrooms. If you shoot a duck, I'm scared of toasters. Good old Biden. <laughs> That's an interesting I had to bring one. that up. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there, there's, uh, there's some interesting shit going on down the States, as we spoke about earlier. It's uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate, because like, there's so much misinformation, so much hate, so much anger, so much frustration, and very little clarity. And, and I wish them the best, because it only gets worse from the way they're going um, I hope and not
2: it's yeah uh, come November it's going to be interesting because no matter what happens there's going
0: to be a lot of people riled up but well they're know. rioting now and it, like, he, he didn't win yet right they're helping him well they are helping him but then the, like, could, could you imagine that just the pandemonium that's going to come out when, when you know November comes and he wins again
2: so what happened the two times that Obama was elected was there this kind of a reaction on the right side?
0: Well, there never is because they're 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 not like that they're, they don't they don't think emotionally. they think of their wallets
2: but even like the
0: adults in the
2: in the room on the democratic side, they're promoting this shit they're defending the actions of the people who are not protesting but are rioting
0: and they're causing damage and they're causing harm well. This this is why I think they're not actually being honest. Um, I I have like and again conspiracy theories in this case, but I have a good good feeling that all of those Democrats are being paid by by some entity. Okay, be it China, be it the Middle East, be, I don't know. They're being they're bought and paid for. They are being Coerced into doing someone's dirty work for them by encouraging riots, nobody in their right mind would say, Yeah, riots are a good idea. Yeah. How so, often
2: have you lately seen like three killed, 24 injured, yeah. two cops blinded in peaceful protests?
0: It, well, and well, the media themselves are trying to to keep things their their way and all that stuff too. It, it's just, but so there's there is there has to be somebody running this org and this this order, right? What happened the, to integrity? There is there's none on the politics. left. There has never been integrity on the left. Right. maybe liberals. Well, no, li- no, liberals. Yes, there, there is integrity. Actual with liberals. liberals. Actual liberals,
2: yeah, but they're not in the Democratic. They're party.
0: They're not the Democratic Party. They are even farther left, and even further than that are the the weirdos who are thinking that, uh, you know, setting fire to a to to a to a, uh, a courthouse, and you know, and then getting beaten up or arrested for doing so is something to you know it's a miraculous event that you know is is horrible to them like they have no concept of of how law is supposed to work right right those those weirdos who are having no idea where the hell their brains are right because they obviously left them somewhere but they just act like like animals
2: when was the last time this seemed like it was about george floyd
0: well it was never it was never about george floyd it just fit fit the narrative. It just it was a good time. It, it was an appropriate time for them to kick it up again. Like it was never, and I the reason I say that is because it, it was never about any black lives that actually mattered. Otherwise, they'd be they'd be pissed off about uh, was it Brianna Hill who got you know gunned down holding her two year old daughter, right? Um, you know, by by a drive by. It, it would be and anyone before that. I, I know that. Um, There was the someone that uh, that Dave had mentioned. Um, I I don't recall her name now, but like it's any of these lives that matter. Well, that that's when you kick it up. But at any time, it has anything to do with just some police officer or just some white person. That's when they start kicking out kicking up a fuss. Well, no, that's not about the black lives that matter that that's them making like that's the time that they get to go ahead and do whatever they want yeah right so it's never been about george floyd and george floyd himself would would well knowing the knowing the the things he did in his past i don't think he'd be upset about this okay because they're causing anarchy in his name and he was not a good person he pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's stomach and threatened her life and the life of her child, unborn and, child. And
2: clearly, we're we're not saying that he, by any means that he deserved what happened to him because no. that, that was wrong. That's also wrong. Yeah, that was also but, a criminal act.
0: Yeah, like the fact that he he is dead now, right? Doesn't it doesn't change uh, my opinion on on the bad things that he did. But he didn't. He didn't. You know, like he was not a good person when he was uh, when he was alive. Mm-hmm. He died, and he died horribly in a way that he should not have died. But this whole this whole thing has never been about him. God, you're a busy man. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think it's just Twitter or something buzzing. <laughs> you should turn the notifications of you Twitter off. That? Yeah, turn those off. Uh, you cannot live at the whim of Twitter. It fucking destroys you.
2: I just. Like every time there's a list of notifications, just clear list, clear list.
0: Yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. Um so we need to uh we need to come up with a, a brew for this weekend. Yes.
2: Um
0: and I also I'll- need to have all the grain that I've been freezing picked up <laughs> when
2: is that supposed to
0: happen uh, hopefully saturday hopefully <laughs> i messaged them i'm like i have three bags of frozen grain uh, if you want them i've got them <laughs> please pick them up
2: soon to be four yeah uh are we doing friday or uh, yeah we
0: can do friday That's friday?
2: friday okay yeah. um first can we add to the list i want to try that back in black the yeah. black ipa out of the do you remember that
0: is that the book yep okay is that a black double ipa or is that a standard pa I think it's the standard. Standard, okay, so back but it's, uh, in black. Back in black. Okay, well, I'm I'm good with that,
2: actually. No, we've got two darks on the way to bottle. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I just want it on the list to
0: try it at some point. Gotcha. Well, you had mentioned that you wanted to see uh, an I, a double IPA or a New England IPA. I saw your face light up as soon as Dave mentioned a West Coast so yeah. that that can also you uh, we we had talked about the Belgian Moon Clone or the Peaches and Cream. I found an English Bitter. Okay, um, a special Bitter, all grain. Um, seems pretty straightforward.
2: Can you slide up to the grain? Uh, yeah. Right
0: so there, okay. Yeah, so oh, okay. yeah like pretty pretty straightforward grain bill.
2: Cool. So, Maris Otter Pale UK,
0: biscuit malt, Cara Munich. Cara Munich. Yeah. Also found a lemongrass chili pale ale, a Thai spicy, a Thai chili pale ale. I found gluten-free IPA. Oh yeah, we got to try that. Uh, For uh, so from what I, what I've the come celiac across friends for, for the celiac friends. Yes. So there with this one here, it's one pound, eight ounces of Bob's red mill, mighty tasty, hot cereal. Huh? Uh, following that link to give you an idea what the fuck it looks like. That is this. You might seen these yeah. in the grocery store, like the small bags, hot uh, cereal, hot yeah. cereal, uh, different type of things. Like, uh, I've, I've picked up, uh, uh, during during my, my vegan year, oh I, yes, my my year of veganism, um, I would buy a couple of the Bob's Red Mill stuff. Uh, I've never had the hot or the hot cereal, but uh, in here you're looking at uh, brown rice, corn, sorghum, and buckwheat. Now I'm not sure what sorghum is, but that seems to be the the main ingredient for a lot of the gluten free things. Okay. Um, a lot of the ones that I found, other than this one, um, and this one here, uses six pounds of the wow. sorghum syrup,
2: eight ounces of molasses, six ounces of Belgian dark candy
0: sugar. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, a lot of options when it comes to uh, for for gluten-free stuff, but a lot of it revolves around this sorghum syrup. And sugars. Interesting. I'd,
2: yeah, I'd be willing to try that.
0: But again, it's it's it, extract and grain in this case. So oh. we'd probably have to do this in a bag, right? It's part partial mash.
2: Partial mash. Um, okay. What's the final gravity on that? Uh,
0: it's a good question. There. It Alcohol 5.9 percent. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there was a bunch of them that I found that were like. Three and four percent. This one it seemed to be the most straightforward recipe, and it just happened to have a much higher alcohol yeah. by volume.
2: No, I'm glad that's on the list. We'll have to try that.
0: Okay. Um, and then more recipes from the recipe. Oh bowl. yes, you send me this link. <laughs>
2: This looks like a really good resource. So,
0: Mobcraft, and I found the, uh, the Mobcraft through um, through a video for in, like another brewing system, right? The Spike Brewing System. Yes. Okay. Now, to be fair, I thought that the Spike Brewing System was overly complicated for no reason. It's like a big stainless table with three pots on it. It's like there's two pumps. Like it's yes.
2: So, you sent that to me this morning, and I watched it. Okay. I think I don't know tell me what you think I'm just throwing it out there okay we, t- we, we talked briefly in a previous podcast about having like home brew incorporated somehow into our brewery wouldn't it be neat to have a setup like that where someone comes in they like rent the time pay for the materials and they can brew their own and go home with a a bucket of beer to ferment and whatever
0: well, we already talked about that,
2: but that setup was pretty slick.
0: It was, but there was that. a lot of unnecessary. You now take this hose off, this one, plug right, into that one, and it's like you're creating crazy steps for no fucking reason.
2: Well, they've got the three separate tanks for different purposes.
0: Yeah, the uh, the hot liquor tank. They had um, they had uh, the sparge tank. They had uh, like and and the wort would go through a different tank that what they called the herm.
2: The Herms, yeah.
0: Okay. So the Herms tank. Did you look
2: up what that stands for? No, I don't okay.
0: Because I just already I was already in the impression that why is this overly complicated for no reason, right? Um, so the there's an there's a um, um, a coil inside the Herms tank or Herms pot because it's really what it was. And the was wart is and heating
2: up through that through that because you've got a hot, hot water in the tank, Herms. Heat exchange recirculating mash system.
0: Sure. So I found it more confusing as as they continued forward. they like, now take this off and put this on this one, right? And now you're moving hoses thing. around. You're to moving hoses tops. around. And you're, it's, it's like the old switchboard for the phone systems. Right. We got away from that for a reason. Because it was complicated and we got larger.
2: So sticking to... Like an all-in-one system,
0: we can do exactly what we're doing and just offer that to some you know, to someone to rent. They want to rent in the house, timer. in or, house, yeah. okay. And I would buy that and a grandfather and a grandfather sixty-five, and we'd do all of those right. and just rent those out, like rent the time out. Um, now, the the one thing that that I that I that I, that I you know, where I, where I you know came across Mobcraft's website was that this bike system was demoing their stuff on a video in Mobcraft's brewery. Okay. And um, so the the, the owner of Mobcraft had stated that um, they keep this five-gallon system just running so they can test new recipes because their entire beer system, like all all the recipes in here, don't belong to them. That's why they're free. Oh. So you can go and submit... A beer recipe to them they will try it they will make it they will sell it and then they will provide the the, uh, the published recipe to the crowd
2: so that's a pretty good I think that's a good idea to, to test your recipe in a smaller batch and then yeah. move up to production scale absolutely what about have like we've also talked about having like when we start our brewery the size of um, unit tank we want to brew with what if we also worked in a smaller unitank to test recipes and then upscale from there Yeah,
0: definitely you know what I mean uh, like
2: the, the light the smaller or medium-sized uh, unitank the, the ss uh what is it no it's bruja
0: oh well you we can definitely do a yeah the bruja ones uh, yeah. i was thinking, of the, I was thinking of the uh the one in the store the ss brewtech is a, is a a unitank that is just a very tiny version of what, everything else okay
2: but it's just a little less te- technically involved
0: as than as the, the bruja, bruja. Yeah. okay uh oh like brewery yoga Offered at Mobcraft. I would totally do brewer yoga. I'm sorry. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> it, it, if you it, have a beer at the end of it,
0: it's I, yeah, worth it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh Dude, Saturdays else? and Sundays <laughs> at 10:30 a.m. Stay for a beer. Mobcraft, by the way, are in uh, what did I say Milwaukee.
2: I think that's what you say. Um, uh, winning.
0: No, let me try to find their about us page. They are.
2: Crowd beer. Yeah, cool.
0: World's first crowdsourced brewery. So you submit uh, your recipe to them. People vote on it. And then they pick the winning ones. They make it. And then they provide the recipe public. Cool. Yeah. Um, they are in.
2: Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. The Wisconsins. Um, one of these. Beer things is them. <laughs> I don't know which one is the. There's lot of breweries. So many. I think these are just places that sell their beer, like Piggly Wiggly. That's definitely not a brewery. So uh, th- these are the <laughs> places you can buy their beer. Um. Either way, that Wisconsin is the place where they are. They're located. Um, but yeah, I saw their recipe page, and I was just blown away milwaukee wisconsin um yeah bookmark where, that for sure where where did our uh oh i have to go back to the vault there are 27 pages of recipes and that's about uh let me go one page and it's earlier. on mobcraftbeer.com uh, so there's Twenty twenty four recipes per page at twenty six full pages plus all, like almost a full twenty seventh page, of, of five gallon recipes. Like you this. don't
2: know Jack. Use a Jack Daniel's whiskey barrel, and backfill with a well flavored IPA with higher alcohol. Contact that. Hmm. Mm.
0: Jack Daniel's. Yes. Uh, so that's MobcraftBeer dot com slash vault and you you'll find things like that you don't know jack beer or the utter darkness or the utterlicious milk stout uh or the wasabi ginger wheat
2: wait the wayne (laughs) bretsky oh
0: that's so cool special ingredients eight Mm, ounces of maple syrup nice i like it damn right this is actually not that difficult either, and it's got a fucking it's high return.
2: Old ale with maple syrup and a touch brett
0: yeast. It's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the list. Oh, my God. That is really cool. Um, you want to, you huh? want to make this one? <laughs> you
2: want to do that next?
0: <laughs> the Wayne know. Bresky? We, we haven't chosen anything, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, what, is, what is this? This is... I guess this is Is just is it lager no it's a it's an ale okay it's it's just a standard ale but it's a winter warmer warmer ale which means um, you're supposed to you're supposed to to serve this at almost room temperature you think so well a warmer Hmm. a warmer ale Um, I sent you a, a link didn't I brewed in the winter months it's not the winter months though
2: so this is like a a cold weather beer yeah uh malty sweet strong ales brewed in winter months quite dark not as dark as a stout big malt presence
0: it is very much a red like if you're looking here like the yeah amber red um they don't have anything here in in, the, in a wiki to tell to say you know, the temperature to, to serve at, but um Yeah. Well, I guess we just serve it cold. Fuck em.
2: What um, Do we have anything on our list for like a light beer?
0: For a light beer? Uh not that I can see. Old this seems. I'm,
2: I'm. I'm assuming it's just not nearly as much grain to water ratio, and there's less sugar to be converted into alcohol. And what are the usually four to four and a half percent alcohol? Alcohol.
0: Um. Light ale. Five gallon. Yeah, I've got a beautiful basic here. Um, There's a lot of pale ales coming oh, so up. Hold the on, list.
2: Sierra Nevada pale ale clone, all grain.
0: Still a pale ale.
2: Didn't Dave just mention the Sierra Nevada? Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe we'll make. Should some we let's... do that in honor of Dave? We maybe we do this and week, we, and we try, we save save him something and send him down. <laughs> uh, Seventy minute boil time. Um, yeah. This doesn't seem too too difficult. There are some things that uh, that I'd like to modify for the sparging, by the way. Um, so, the eyes have it. Sure,
2: we'll do this one for Dave.
0: This one's for Dave. Okay. So, uh, looks like we are doing another pale ale. S N P A. Now, we'll have to go through the recording to make sure that's what he said. Otherwise, he just mentioned the word Sierra Nevada, and we're like, that's the one he said! (laughs) And he's yelling at us this time, I didn't fucking say that at all! And you're like, what?
2: Maybe. Well, well, yeah. We've got to go back through the six-pack and and make sure that's what he said.
0: Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, that is Friday. What day is Friday? That's the 31st. Oh, Mask Day! Mask Day. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, good old Mask Day. Right on. Okay, so if that's the case, um, one, 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 and one, and that brings us to a, a uh, end of August. A tasting day at the end of August. So that is when we'd be able to send some. Sorry, send some uh, yeast, yeast samples. samples to Chicago okay so I need I need stubby bottles by then can we get stubby bottles yeah okay we'll just call them vials (laughs) (laughs) the uh, you know my favorite about all of this whole podcasting thing uh, is that nobody can see when I do air quotes (laughs) all right Um, okay SNPA that's this. Uh, that's this Friday. Do uh, you want me to hit up the grain bill up in Dartmouth? Uh, sure. That's how many, how many days Let's away? Let's do that. Okay. I'll uh, I'll I'll head up to Dartmouth and uh, get ahead hit hit up the grain, yeah. the grain bill? Or I'll,
2: I'll find that link too and print it
0: off. Um, just to have it on the clipboard. Oh yes, and uh, okay. So that. Will bring us to the end of our show. Then we've made Almost. some decisions.
2: Almost. Oh, that's we have right. Unboxing.
0: You, you, you have a box. What's uh, in the box? <laughs> oh, what's in the box? <laughs> there you go. What's in the box? And it's not beer, though. It's not.
2: Not, not this time. I can't reach that far. Hold on. Uh,
0: you know, if we only had, oh yeah, if we had ourselves a wireless system. Who knows the, the the unlimited distances we could travel. We could do anything.
2: So, on the way over today, I picked this little guy up, the Fur Monster. Yeah. So, we're not going as far as the Firmzilla yet. Okay. It's a bit more of an investment. Fair enough. But this is a big enough fermenter that we can see what's happening while it's fermenting, because our current bucket system, you can't. But now we also have two prim- or, yeah, primary fermenters, okay. so that we can... Not worry about any crossover.
0: I like that idea. I like it a lot. I've heard good things about this thing.
2: Yeah, um, there's lots of headspace on top for a five-gallon batch. Because this is what was it twenty twenty-six liters or seven U.S. gallons, so lots of
0: room for two, fermenting. Two-gallon space, right? Um, so yeah, I, I I like it. Good purchase, sir. And for under forty bucks. Yes, it's pretty good. Um, and, you know, as uh, well to keep you updated, uh, like I said, I wanted to do the a change to the sparging, by the way. Yes. I was ready to close off the show without even finishing my But you my weren't statement. ready. You're right. Um, so, sparging is going to try to take longer. As long as I can probably, I'll possibly make it, make it last. Okay. Okay. It is no longer going to be just, uh, oh, we can do it within an hour. Right? I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to stretch it out as long as I possibly can,
2: as I, long as it needs to be.
0: Uh, yes, I'm not gonna to try to make it last longer than it should, but I'm going to make sure that there's at least uh, an inch of clear liquid at the top of that mash, as long as I can possibly make it while we're reaching our, our levels. Do not let oxygen touch the grain. Is my is my attempt.
2: Okay. Right. And in that attempt,
0: we are modifying our procedure a little bit? Uh, yes. Yeah, We, um, I'd like to um, try to slowly raise the mash pipe. But in order to do that, we need a pulley system. So uh while you were out shopping for this stuff i was out shopping for other things mine's not as, as crazy uh amazing as yours i just bought some eye bolts <laughs> like, we're gonna put them through your rafters so i'm gonna modify your house are you okay with that
2: yes <laughs> don't mention yeah. it to katie
0: no no she she what she doesn't like she won't know she won't listen this far into the show anymore anyway. no no she she like ah fuck them <laughs> Re- retain, um, retaining on these episodes, but the whole I- so uh, fucking yeah. forget it. The whole idea
2: was to slowly raise our mash pipe out of the bruzilla, Brazi- uh, yes. to allow uh, sparge and try and keep the grain just slightly out of the water. Is that right? Yeah. So that the system only has a place where you can pull the pipe all the way out and rest it to rest the legs onto the system. So we're setting up a pulley system to gradually lift it out.
0: Yeah. And, and sparge. And we're gonna be ending up doing something along those lines with the Bruha system anyhow. And that's where I got the idea from to begin yeah.
2: with. Which it's, is a that was a cool video. I had seen it before, but I it's neat seeing that system work. It's yeah. really slick.
0: Um, yeah. So I I would like to, to we'll make those modifications. We'll do sparging a little differently, we'll do fermenting a little differently, uh well just in a new 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 container. Um, and a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and I think that's everything. All right. Uh, I don't know. I'll, uh, ten minutes from now, I'll be like, "Oh, I wanted to talk about that," and I'll have to write it back down. Yeah. Uh, but, but for now, but for we'll now, catch you
2: on the flip side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man i didn't even do any any intro or anything like that No, no complaining at all so you're this, like, <laughs> this 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 well thank you ever again or everyone again um glad to have you along for the ride thank
2: you dave for joining us
0: yeah and if you uh, first guest
2: on the podcast
0: yeah if you well kind of <laughs> first known, uh, non-known friend right, on the podcast uh which is great because um i'd like to do more of those Right uh, but uh, please listen to his show he's over at beerinfront.com you can catch him on Spotify as well uh, or anchor.fm slash beerinfront and uh, yeah thanks again for listening